I'm a dude, and I'm inviting you to join me on a podcast about brews. Does that include stouts? Yes. Yes, of course it includes stouts. Like I was saying, join us every Saturday on the journey hey, hey, into... Hey, co- wait a minute. Do you, do you guys do anything about, like, IPAs? Yes. Like that? Yes, of, yes, of, yes, we do IPAs. Okay. It's, okay. It, yes. Anyway... Join us on the Journey into Comics Network for Brews with Dudes. Whoa, whoa, hey, hey, do you, have you guys ever, do you care if I bring some Zima on? Yes, I care if you bring Zima. Zima doesn't count. Zima, oh. Zima's, Dr. Dongo. Anyway, join us every Saturday for a podcast that delves into the craft brew world. Following the following journey into comics. 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 Network. 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 Production. Production. What? We're back. Yeah. It all started down as a wrinkle in his brain when they hit a brand new guy in the puzzling game setting out on a journey podcast into the masses formed a pop family kicking audio asses now the walking dead is dead and the end game was won but the war it isn't over because the battle's just begun the boys are back in action can't you see nate and brando laid down the ogs of jic what's up tutorinos welcome back to the ogs what what coming at you sort of live due to the power of the journey to comics network i love that tag by the way <laughs> I just wanted to say it right now. Well, it's a throwback to the old sort of live. Fuck yeah. Well, because uh, when I was testing, uh, doing YouTube videos, before I did that podcast, I, uh, I didn't want to say live because I wasn't live. Coming at you live from my game room. So I just said sort of live. And it stuck. And it just kind of stuck. And we did a little podcast on it for a while. But yes, I'm one of your OGs, Brando. He's one of your OGs, Nate. How's it going, dude? This is episode five. I am so fucking tired i am also so shocked that you're here in person i'm here in the person. first ogs we've done in person yes yes wow. and this is part two of journey to comics 259 yeah the slap happy edition we're getting there <laughs> i powered through that if you guys listen to that listen to that and you heard me pretty much pause and have a brain fart for a second that's because i'm like trying to figure out where was i going <laughs> Like, I had a point at some point. It was very, you know, I, I've been up now for like 24 hours, uh, damn near going on. Uh, I went to a concert today, and that's where we're, we're going to be sharing stories about some concerts. Uh, because between the two of us, we've been, we've had the, the pleasure of going to some pretty badass concerts. I haven't been to probably nearly as many as you because I pretty much have a, f- like, five year span where I didn't go to anything and I also have like a couple year span where I only went and saw the same band like three times. <laughs> so fair point, fair point. That was uh, uh Iced Earth Days, right? Yeah. But uh yeah. Uh, I made a list of every single band I've ever seen live. Some of them may surprise you. Okay. Um but what was your very first concert you ever went to? Oh I'm so glad we start here. It's two thousand it's the okay 1999 was a big year for me in music because 1999 was when i really discovered my passion you're gonna la- you you know this so mm-hmm. you're not really gonna laugh but for kiss and they came out with psycho circus yeah and i there's so many different tracks on that album that i absolutely love and, and they stand the test of time i don't give a fuck and then after psycho circus it was like their farewell tour it's over and i was like no what how do you get you i 
I just got started. I, I just literally got started. I'm a kid. They like got their makeup on. They're like the OG band is back together. Like this is a, a, a concert goer's dream to see this impossibility of Kiss reunited at this point in time. And I begged my dad for months and months and months and months until he was blue. I was blue in the face. You know, I couldn't stop begging him to see Kiss. His buddy actually had two tickets and got sick. And was like, hey, you want to buy these tickets? And my dad was like, fuck yeah, let's go. So we went. We were in Section B at the Assembly Hall. Fucking Paul Stanley fucking came out, like, from me to the pop wall, which is only a few feet. He flew across the crowd on a fucking, like, zip line motherfucking thing and landed right in front of me to do the solo for, I think it was Love Gun, dude. It blew my mind. It was actually a 13-year-old me's decision to become a musician is that night the genesis point of a lot of who I am. Mm -hmm. Because I see Gene Simmons go up into the Raptors. He does the 10,000 Years bass solo going into God of Thunder, which just fucking melts my brain witnessing him do that with everything. There was so much power for a 13-year-old to witness, honestly. yeah. And, you know, the interesting experience... Who I became as a musician on stage was also partially influenced by this night, as much as I probably never admitted it, because the first band was supposed to be Ted Nugent. He canceled. He did not want to be upstaged by Kiss. He felt he should be headlining the show. That was not the agreement. <laughs> okay, okay. Well, <laughs> look. All right. You you know you said that you know you may laugh, but no, I'm not gonna laugh. For anybody being impressed by a, by a Kiss show, because whether you're into Kiss or not, they put on a damn show. They it's put a spectacle. A, it is a it, it is a. Perf- they're not the best musicians in the entire world by any stretch of the of the imagination. These dudes are going, are going up there, and it's like going to like you said a circus. It is a performance, and you're gonna sit there and tell me. I mean, this is ninety nine two thousand, right? This is two thousand two thousand. Yeah, you're telling me that Ted Nugent feels like he should be headlining and Kiss should be opening up for him. Correct. If, if what you say is true, that's a whole new level of arrogance. I mean, go look it up, man. I'm sure there's probably articles from that time. But he, All the bands that I have seen, that I have seen, yeah, there's probably only two that I would say Kiss should open up for. Damn. I know one of them. Metallica. Obviously. No. Really? I mean, granted, are they on par as far as like craziness during a show? Yeah. Is Metallica better? Yeah. Different, but, different show but altogether, like, though. But if, if if you were to say Metallica, Kiss is going to open up for you, they'd probably be like, no. <laughs> yeah, it's like a. It, it would be a respect thing. Absolutely well said, respect thing. So no, so Ted Nugent canceled. It was like when they opened up for Rolling Stones. Yeah. You know, they're like, fuck open up. Like, can you imagine seeing Metallica as an opener? That's amazing. It's crazy. It's like, anyway, yeah, go ahead. Ooh, warm, the, warm the Ghiblies up. The, the Nuge says he's out. And so they need to replace said Nuge. <laughs> <laughs> said Nuge. That sounds know. like some weird, like, um, like, Middle Eastern. <laughs> like, what's your name? My name is Said Nuge. <laughs> Dashman Said Nuge. <laughs> okay, so, anyways. That sounds like a damn, like, Indian dish that I would see on Headbanger's Kitchen. Oh, Have you ever no. watched Headbanger's Kitchen? No, what? 
He's an Indian dude. He has a metal band. Okay, amazing. Okay, and I'm then in. the channel's dedicated like keto recipes. That's fucking cool. I will look that up. Like, what's up, everybody? Welcome to my channel. Welcome to Headbanger's Kitchen. Horns up and let's get to it. Enough jibba jabber? <laughs> really? Dude, he is awesome. I, I will check it, this out. And he like, he always has like his dad on. His dad's like an actor or like over in Bollywood. Fucking he's, awesome. He's been in some movies. He has his brother on, his wife on. He's just a really cool cat. And he's into like, you know, he, it's funny because like, it's so funny when we think about our culture and everything and how like, you're like, you, you think of an Indian death metal dude and you're like, that exists? Yes. Hell yeah. D- you just don't, don't. Stop for a second to think that other parts of the world aren't westernized, even though they are different. Like metal has reached that far, and oh, he's yeah. over there screaming and growling. Metal dude, and then during his cooking videos, he just has like tracks that he's made, like, awesome. like 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 instrumental tracks in the background. He's like, now what you gotta get? And I remember, look, you've been asking me, and all I can say is this recipe does have eggs. Sorry, not completely vegan. That's how it's gonna be. <laughs> That's awesome. The dude is awesome. I'm not. I'm not doing the voice to make fun of him. I'm just trying to emulate him. But he's you just... do good with impressions, so I think people understand. Oh man, he, 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 number one, he cracks me up just with his character, and number two, he, he just seems like he's a cool dude. Seems happy go lucky. I don't so know, I don't know. Oh, said Nuge. Said Nuge. Said... <laughs> I'm like, how did we get here? <laughs> Like the question of the night. It was like how I got to my concert today. I'm like, I took one wrong turn and it took me 10 minutes to get back to where I was going. Oh shit. Okay. So Ted Nuge said he is done. I'm not going to open up. They need to find another opener and a form of skid row opens without without Sebastian Sebastian Bach, the next version, whatever it was. And to go back to how it shaped me, that lead singer said fucking motherfucker. Every other word. On stage, it was insane for thirteen-year-old me to hear that many fucks come out. Even my dad didn't say that many fucks at that time. Like he even was like putting them back a little bit, you know. But this guy's just like fucking this and motherfucker that and fuck yeah, we're having a fucking great time. And I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa. So then, of course, when we were in a band, I thought that fuck was like the god's word. Like let's let's fucking make magic because I'm gonna say fucking shock people. And spoiler alert, it's not really that good. Doesn't really work that well, I think. I think part of it is the illusion of a rock star. Yep. So when you're sitting there on stage in front of like 15,000 people and you're like, motherfucker! And everyone's like, yeah! You know, when you're uh, 15 years old trying to like play at the local uh, American Legion and you're like, motherfucker! And people are like, we're offended. <laughs> That's exactly what happened. We're offended. Why did that 15-year-old kid say that? I didn't know a 15-year-old had the capacity to say that. I look at that now and I'm like, what the fuck was I thinking? Like, it, it blows my mind. But anyways, yes, that was my first show. Kiss was amazing. To wrap that up into a pretty little bow. What was your first concert, though? You're going to be um, probably surprised by this. I think actually no. All right. But go on. No. Guess. It's um it's something like New Kids on the Block or something like <laughs> I'm just you said to guess. That's what's in my Wow. <laughs> wow. Vanilla Ice, I don't know. <laughs> you know what? No joke. Um you douche. You douche. <laughs> like 
now, like, if I had an opportunity to take my wife to go see, like, NSYNC, I'd probably do it. Shit, I want to see Backstreet. Not even gonna well, lie. Well, same, same. But like, the thing is, is that like, anytime that those like that that she plays those songs, I know every fucking word. Every fuck, like not every song, but all the hits. Yeah, and a couple of the good B sides too. Yeah. Also, as like, well. yep, I know them. All right, no, my first show was in two thousand five. Okay, that was my first concert. Wow, so a little bit later to the game, you were mm-hmm. seventeen, eighteen at this time, eighteen, almost nineteen. I think I I think I was 18. Okay. Wait. Yeah. Yeah. No, I was 18. It was like in a spring pre-graduation. It was pre-graduation, I think. Okay. Um so my girlfriend at the time was going to a concert with her dad. And she's like, "Hey, you should go." Little little, little did I know he didn't want that. Oh shit. You know who I'm talking about. Oh, yeah, dude. JV. Yeah. <clears throat> Firecracker JV. Mm-hmm. Woo. He made it tough for you, didn't he? I don't know if tough's the right Unbearable. word. Unbearable. Challenging. <laughs> now, on one hand, I get it. On the other hand, I don't. Because I got lured into that one. So that was a good Charlotte concert. Yeah, see, I knew. Something. Opening was Reliant K. Okay, interesting. And Simple Plan. Okay. Good Charlotte phoned it in that night. Uh-oh. Simple Plan was good. Yeah, they're very good, talented band. Uh, they they covered Snoop Dogg. What? Yeah. Gin and Juice? No. Uh, his his hit at, at the time was Drop It Like a Tot. Oh, yeah. Drop It yeah. Like a like, Tot. Anyway, yeah, that was my first show. Uh, and... I, I, he, what's funny is that, uh, the girlfriend's dad kind of like made a big drama deal out of it and then it wasn't a drama deal. Okay. How so? I don't remember. Oh, okay. Fair it enough. was just like, it was like, Hey, he's really mad that you bought a ticket because I bought my own ticket. And like, he just assumes that you're going. It's like, you invited me. You said I should go buy a ticket. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah, you, I, you, I think one of her somebody else went with us, and I can't remember who. Maybe, uh, maybe uh, one of her friends. Okay. Um, I think it was Caitlin Tannehill. Because I feel like there are picture. Did one of them meet one of those bands that night? Do you remember? I don't think so. We were we were sitting up in the in the seats. <clears throat> Because it was general admission for the entire place. This was at uh, this was an indie at the um, is do they have a Pepsi Arena in, in Indy? I have no idea. I don't know many things about Indianapolis other than the Melody Inn and that fucking place we saw Metallica at that one time. And that was at Banker's Life. Banker's Life. Thank you. Oh, and then uh, the the place that the that the Pacers used to play. Um, that is Banker's. No, it used to. Oh, used, used to. to. It used to be something called uh, Market Square Arena. Yeah, Market Square Arena. I went there. I saw the Pacers Sixers. Okay. Uh, Indiana's Farmer. Uh, Indiana Farmers Coliseum is an indoor multi-use arena located in the in the, in the Indiana State Fairgrounds. So this was the back then. It was called the Pepsi Coliseum. Okay. So I was right. I'll be damned. Yeah. No. Uh, not exactly. I honestly. Did I care to see any of those bands live? No. Probably not. No. 
none of them. But it was surely a fact of trying to spend time with her, uh, which it was supposed to be a dad-daughter thing, and then I decided to invite myself after being invited. So you were invited without her clearing it with the father. Pretty much. And she fucked up the dad-daughter time. Probably. Which then got transferred and all that anger got thrust to you. Well, probably what it was is, you know, I, I probably would be like, oh, you're going to that? That'd be cool. I think I'd like to go to that. And it probably got out of hand after that. Because she probably didn't want to tell me no. If it, if I had to try and picture it, I bet that's what happened. Yeah. It, just looking back at it retrospectively yeah. with different goggles. Not saying that she <clears throat> messed it up on purpose. It was probably a, a, an issue where like, oh yeah, oh crap, I don't want to tell my boyfriend no. And like, I, I don't want to be mad at me, which I wouldn't have been mad at all. You would have understood, and you would have probably been a little bit grateful you didn't have to see fucking good Charlotte. Oh my god, in. dude, they were not good. No. I mean, she had fun, and that, and that was really what mattered, right? But I mean, like, I was just like... I was not like I actually I'm not a fan of simple plan and I felt it. When you can feel a performance, you, you, that's when they're doing good. That's You're like, when, oh shit! I actually can appreciate this music. Exactly. Like, fuck, yeah. I'll get yes. into it. Right. Exactly. And it's just a matter of like, it's good Charlotte. You know, they 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 were the bigger band. They broke big first, and they had a couple of hits. And it was just like, yeah, it was just me. I felt like they phoned it in, and it was a little just a little disappointing. My second concert was a lot more. Uh, memorable. Time out. Before we go to your next concert, you saw them, you would have had to have seen Simple Plan if this was 2005. You saw them right after they dropped that track Perfect. It could have been. And it was their big, their big to-do. Your second concert, though, please do go on. But my second concert's going to maybe be more shocking. I don't know. Well, well, you know what? You went, then I went, then so you go first. Okay, sure. I can do that. I wasn't trying to Shanghai the spotlight. No, Shanghai the fuck out of it. Okay. Uh, So it's 2003. A couple years have been passed since I've seen um, Kiss. Yeah. And at this point, it's 2003. I actually have an instrument. The the Warlock bass? I'm actually in a band. Or at least I'm trying to be with a couple of my friends. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay, we are early in the talkings of that. Okay, so we're not Halloween hasn't happened yet. It's it's we are literally eleven days before, before Halloween. That. Actually, it might have been four days. I think it might have been the twenty seventh, not the twenty first. Some it's something like that. So myself and John Burt went and saw. Honestly, looking back, it's kind of a power show. Like holy shit, how I saw these three bands on the same card, but also one is kind of laughable now, and everybody makes fun of them. So the lineup was. Three Days Grace, Trapped, and Nickelback on the height of their second album, uh, The Long Road or whatever it was called. Mm-hmm. It was the one right after Silver Side Up. Yeah. Holy shit. That concert, like still to this day, like I don't even give a fuck if Nickelback is the laughing stock of the rock community. They fucking rock the socks. Here's the thing. I actually enjoy some Nickelback. Same. I actually do. Is it pretty cookie cutter? Yeah. Is it formulaic? Yeah. But so is a lot of things. So are a lot of music. So are a lot of bands. They just uh, they got it down to a to a to a formula where they're going to make money. They do it well. And well, and I do appreciate how they experiment with different shit. Like I don't always have to like it, but they did like that one disco type song a couple years back. You know they can rock it if they want to, dude. And and they totally can. 
They cover Metallica, dude. They, they did Sad But True. They did Sad But True. They did that song uh, for Dime, oh, Side yeah. of a Bullet, with the Dime solo in it. It's like, yeah. that's a heavy-ass song for them, and it's like, they kill it. It's like, it just because they're doing what they want to do, it's like, and, and not everybody has to dig it. it what's funny is that it, it, like, it became like an anti-culture. Kind of, you know? yeah. It became like... It, it's cool to hate them. Yeah. Yes, exactly. It's like... But then it's like, oh, well, you're just saying you like them because everybody else hates them. Like, no. Like, I actually really dug, you know, uh, like with the like, like Long Road and then the one after that. Dark Horse. Dar- uh, no. Uh, uh, yeah. Wait. The Dark... It was... The, I, I feel like I... That's... Well, because you had a second album... And then the third album, the third album had like Photograph and Side of a Bullet and uh, Rockstar. That song I'd ever played. Um, okay. Hey, I want to be a rock star. <laughs> okay, I'm pulling up their discography now. If, if this will It just me. cracks me up that like Billy Gibbons is like in that song. Oh, you know what? You were right. All the Right Reasons. Long Road and All the Right Reasons. Yeah, then Dark Horse was after that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I, like I, I didn't care for Dark Horse as much. And had that, that one song that was really good, but I can't remember what it's called now. It's a, it's the Monday Night Raw theme song. Uh, Burn it to the ground. Burn it to the ground. Yeah, and also got to be somebody was good too. Um, but yeah, so I saw Nickelback. That was a thing. That was a real thing. What about you? Second concert. I I, no memorable story about that Nickelback concert, not, by the not, way. Just saw them. Right. I mean, I met Three Days Grace when they were on their very first tour. They just released I Hate Everything About You. So so you met them? Yeah, and they signed my ticket. Well, that's cool. I still have it. That's awesome. Yeah. So mine was May Day 06. I don't know what the fuck that is. May Day, uh, they had a, uh, this was like a, a concert they used to do down in, uh, down at, uh, Deer Creek Verizon Wireless Eclipse Music Center Ruoff Home Mortgage, whatever it's called, whatever it's called now, uh, down there in uh, Noblesville, and the lineup was Ten Years, Sweet as Fuck, Hurt. I don't think I've ever heard of them. Maybe if you heard like a I, song, I would be Flyleaf. Fuck course, yes, this is 08, so it's like right after Height it. of Flyleaf. Fuck yes, three, three, yeah, three Days Grace. Fucking shit, so yes. that's right after, that was right after Animal. 1X. Uh, 1X, yeah. yeah. And it, and then Stained. And that was, that, that was Chapter shit. 5 era. Okay, I have not seen Stained. Holy shit, they're good. I bet. They are good. Uh, even if, even if Aaron Lewis is getting pissed and throwing shit at people and walking off stage for talking during his set. <laughs> you know what? We all have bad moments, man. I I'm not going to, I'm not going to judge him for one thing because look, Axel Rose still gets to go out there and people are like, yay, Guns N' Roses are back. It's like, he was a dick. But, he was a dick. Yeah. I, 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 and I've heard he's chilled out. I'm not sure if he's the smoking the reefer or what he's doing, but I've heard that like, he's a lot easier to get her along with now. It's like, uh, what's his name? Oh shit. Benny Hill. <laughs> <laughs> he does, dude. dude. <laughs> All right, so uh you know, uh I have a couple stories about this one. This 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 was the first show that I uh, that I went to down there. Uh it was me and my wife and Rob. We went down there and uh I want to say there might have been another band there. Evans Blue, have you heard of them? Yeah, I have heard I of think Evans they Blue. They're been all right. There. I think they might have been there, but and in 08, they would have been rookies, like this, fresh. Uh, this 06. One, oh, 06. Sorry, I, was, um, I misheard. So 
So we were down there, and I remember distinctly like taking a selfie back before it was called selfies yeah. with me and my wife. We were in the pavilion, and then took the picture, and then there's some dude behind us without a shirt on, and his nipple is like right next to us. <laughs> And then, all right, so, like, we were where we were sitting, right in front of us, there was this little, like, they have these little sections where they have it kind of, like, roped off or where people can go, like, this is your designated area to, to party. Okay. And it's, like, right in front of us. And there were these guys that were there. They were drinking. They literally dropped some dime on, like, on some on some booze. Nice. And there were these girls, and they were wanting to get some more liquor. These girls had no idea who these guys were. These guys had no idea who they were. And this girl was like, to apologize for any woman out there who's listening to this, but she was inebriated already. Sure. She didn't need any more, but she wanted some more. She's like, hey, can I, could you guys possibly get us some, get us some more booze? And the guy's like, well, it depends. What are you going to do for us? She goes, I can sing. <laughs> Go ahead. In the most drunken rendition of, I'm a crazy bitch, crazy bitch, but I fuck so good I'm on top of it. I'm a crazy bitch, crazy. <laughs> it just looped and looped. And we were sitting there like, oh my God, make it stop. <laughs> oh no. And then, there, yeah, the girls started partying with them and it was like well this is not a very enjoyable part of the evening but stain made up for it uh stain was completely and utterly badass and uh had a really special moment that night cool um aaron lewis's guitar tech got on stage with a guitar okay he used to be dimebag's guitar tech oh fucking a. and they covered this love Oh my god, that's awesome as fuck. Yeah. That's radical as shit. Yeah, it it was like that whole place came alive. That was the loudest pop of the night. Shit, dude. For sure. Like, I've been there for a couple more shows, right? And I've heard it get loud. Um, I don't think I've quite heard it that loud. Yeah. Like, because they were already, because they were digging the music that day. You heard some singing along, uh, for, for largely some of more Stain's bigger hits, but then when they did that, that place came that it woke everybody up. Fuck yeah, uh, yeah. No, that that was a special night. A well-timed cover will do that at a show. Well, it, you know this 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 was just two years removed. Yeah. Uh, so it was still pretty. You know, a lot of people were playing tributes uh, live. Because uh, do you remember the uh, did you ever see the Gigantour DVD? I think so. That was like the the first Gigantour with like Lamb of God and stuff was on that tour. Uh, I think Lamb of God was on the first one. It was Dream Theater. Dream Theater, yeah. And then Dream Theater dropped out. Like like they had to leave right before it was over, and Anthrax came in to fill in. Yeah. But on the DVD, um, you had. Uh, you had like performances from like each, and I think they had like a bonus disc. And on the bonus disc, they had uh, Dream Theater did a cover of uh, Cemetery Gates. Holy shit! And I they brought out uh, guest vocals, and they brought out Dave Mustaine did a did a solo for it. Fucking, and radical. it was pretty cool. I remember like, um, 
Mike Portnoy before he left Dream Theater to try and join another band. Uh, hey, man. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, I want to rock with the young kids. Uh, they're, they're like, we we just needed you kind of for a minute. I'm going to go back to my band. We already hired a dude. Oh, fuck, I'll start a new band. Okay. Okay, fuck, I'll start a new band. Okay, fuck, I'll start. <laughs> he just keeps doing it over and over again. It's like by the time you get used to it, he's already got another band. Man. But uh, no, Mike Portnoy played a, a prank on uh, Megadeth drummer at the time. I think that was his name was Glenn Drover. Mm-hmm. Or Sean Drover. Sean Drover. Glenn, Glenn was a guitar player. He was his brother. Yep. He put baby powder on his snare. He's like, it's like, and then it was like, mm. um, I don't remember what, like, like, da 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 you know, like, right up at his face. And of course, he can't stop. It's funny because you see, like, he almost thought he got caught because his hair hit it and he, like, whipped it up and it whipped up and he didn't see it. And he's like, he, 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 he does the run on the toms. He's like, he goes like, motherfuckers. <laughs> oh my god, that's hilarious. I'm gonna have to look that up. Oh man, no, it, um, yeah, that shit's cool. But uh, after that, I think you were there for the next concert I went to. I was. Yeah, yeah, we went together. Which concert was that? The one in, in uh, Mo- no, 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 no. I, I, I had one before that. I also had one, two shows before that, actually. Two shows in a really small amount of time. Okay. So I and I'll, and I'll be really brief about them. So 2006, I saw Trivium uh, right after they released The Crusade. Crusade. Yep. Oh, yeah. And it was uh, really a wild card because it was, uh, what is it? Sanctity? Yeah. Uh, Protest the Hero. The Sword. Oh, I remember And them. Trivium. So, Sanctity was amazing. Their lead guitar player, Jared McEachern, or McEachern, I can't remember if I say how his name, is the bass player for Machine Head now. Okay. The bass player who we met way mm-hmm. back when. Yeah. So, <clears throat> I got to see his band like open up for Trivium. Uh, Protest the Hero bored me to tears. The Sword was great musically, but they were so not performers, it hurt. Literally, the lead singer looked down the entire show and did not make eye contact with anyone. That sucks. And it was just like, "Hey guys, where's the sword?" Or Freya. Yeah, I remember. Anyways, so Trivium was awesome. It was the it was the craziest shit ever. I saw a guy get dropped on the fucking back of his head. I thought he died, and then I talked to him after the concert, and he was totally okay. So they were playing Pull Harder on the Strings of Your Martyr, which was their closing song for the night. This guy goes up to the crowd surf, and they crowd surfed him the they crowd surfed him the wrong direction. He didn't go towards the stage. He went away from people, and then there just wasn't people. So he, he literally got dropped on the back of his fucking neck and head, dude. I thought he died. Oh, I swear to God, it was so brutal. And he pops up, and he just gets right back into it, and it's just going. I was like, whoa, that's crazy. And I talked to him after, and he was like, yeah, I mean, it kind of hurt, but I there was so much energy, I didn't even fucking care. It was fine. And that, and that show really like stuck with me. A month later, in the same place you and I end up going, the Pearl Room in Mokina, I saw The Misfits. Yeah. 
Uh, Jerry Fitz, really, the Jerry-only version of the Misfits without anybody else singing. He was lead singing at the time. Also saw Osaku Popstar in the American Legends of Punk, which was awesome during that time. Juicehead played. Orange played. The UK Subs played. The Addicts played. It was like a fucking action-packed punk night that really, again, without me knowing at the time... I look back at, like, fucking 19-year-old me, and that's, like, pumping me with who I'm going to become, and I don't even realize it. The energy of that room, feeling those songs, even though the Misfits at that time did not do what I've now seen the Misfits do, and we'll obviously be getting to that at some point. Like, it was still, like, mind-blowing. And then I don't think... 2007... I think I went to, like, two shows, both festivals. Um, I did... Uh, what do you call it? Fuck. It's that pop punk festival they have every year. Oh, shit. Um, Warp Tour. Warp Tour, yeah. Vans Warp Tour. Yeah. See, I was thinking shoes. <laughs> I'm like, there's something to do with <laughs> there's shoes. Something to do with shoes. It, it but it's Vans, and it's like, and like, that could also be like something automobiles. <laughs> <laughs> something or shoes. <laughs> Like, can you imagine, like, Vans Warp Tour? Like, really? Vans like the shoes? No. Nope. Like, in VW. Like, <laughs> VW Vans. Uh, no, just a guy named Van. <laughs> it's just Warp Tour. It's his tour. It's warp. I used to work with a guy named Van. That's interesting. Uh, he was like our sealer dad. That's weird. I mean, he, he, he was like an old dude. Not really. He was just had his shit together. Okay, I'm into that. <laughs> he, he was a little bit older than the rest of us at the okay. time. Yeah, he just lifed more. He did. Okay, so he was more mature. The Warp Tour. The only reason I went, I took my little sister. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the only reason I went was to see Killswitch and Coheed. Sure. Fucking yeah. amazing. Played the same stage. Interestingly enough, Killswitch got introduced that night by a young, of course, it's 2007, CM Punk. He was in Chicago. He introduced and and like, ladies and gentlemen, you know, blah blah. It's CM Punk, and this is Killswitch Engage, and they went right into the fucking When Darkness Falls or whatever, which was awesome, and they fucking killed that show. It was so good. Uh, and then same place, a couple months later, like two months to the day later, I saw we went and saw Ozfest, and I have a story about that, but. Do we want to talk about the other concert first? I don't want to like leave you on the cold here. Well, okay, because going. I actually have one before that. Sure, bring and it. It was, bring in the, it was in the pool room, and it was the Symphony X uh, on on the Paradise Lost tour. Yes, and and uh, opening for them, we had a, we had like a local act that, that that nobody knew, and then there was Epica. Have you ever heard of Epica? Yes, Power Metal. I can't remember the name of the female singer, but the the female singer wasn't there. Really? Yeah. It was her understudy. Uh-oh. Wasn't as good. No, she was good. Oh, okay. No, no, she was real good. Sorry. It just, maybe not as good. It's just one the of those same things. experience. Well, and it was just like, oh, cool, wait, huh? Okay, that's not her. I'm pretty sure I know another band that was there. Into Eternity. Yeah. First time ever hearing of them. They start playing. What is this? Not what I'm here for. I'm here for the goddamn Odyssey. I'm not here for this shit. Totally. And, uh, well, this place, both times that I went, had PA problems. Where the PA just cut, just dies. And, of course, uh, basically half the sound is dead. 
you know, you still hear the amps, you can still hear the drums. You can't, you hear no vocals. Shit. And it's like, the, it's like the first <clears throat> couple of songs and it's just like, I'm not feeling this band at all. I just want to see Symphony X. Give me Paradise Lost, motherfuckers. Yeah, that's why I'm here. It's just like, I, 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 I don't care. I want to hear the Odyssey. Yeah. And then they're like, hey there, sorry about all that there. Symphony X has just told us they're going to let us play a couple more songs to make up for it. I'm like, no! You motherfuckers robbed us of the Odyssey! No, they didn't. Symphony <laughs> X wasn't playing the Odyssey on that tour. They're playing it now on this tour. <laughs> oh, and shit. I don't know if they're going to play the States. They played Europe. They're playing South America. I'm like, are they coming here? I want to see the Odyssey. Oh, shit. Anyway, um, the next song that they played was a song called Pain Through Breathing. And it blew me away. And they had my attention. You're like, oh, okay. I was like, all right, this is like what I thought it was. This is different. Because the uh, all, all I was hearing before was just growl vocals. Growl vocals don't bother me anymore now, but I can't, uh, I can't do that all the time. Hard to get introduced to a band when that's all they do. Yeah, like it, it, it's it's difficult. Like going back and listening to very old uh, Killswitch, it's like first thing you hear is just like the growling with some singing, and it's 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 early on, so it's not even like the like what the band would become really. You know, totally. Dare I say good? It's like the early stuff is man. It's like well, with any band, it's sometimes it's challenging. But then he's he hits fucking air raid siren. Yeah. And drops it down into a growl. I'm like, and I'm looking around, like I'm like, is anybody else hearing this shit? <laughs> did anybody else catch what he just like? Did? He did a fucking air raid siren, <clears throat> and then from all the way up here, <gasps> drops that right down. I'm like what the? I've never heard that before. His name is Stublock. It is yeah. Isn't that crazy? I mean, and uh, from then on, like, I went and, like, the next day looked them up on YouTube or whatever and was like, who are you? Let me hear more. And it's funny because one of the first things I found was a video of him giving a little, like, like this little coaching video of, like, showing him showing how he does Air Raid Siren. Really? Yeah. And it was like. That's cool. It's the part that got me. <laughs> like, oh shit. Got to peek behind the curtains for a second. But then I got to see Symphony X Live and uh you know, they were they were one of my favorite bands back then. I'm not saying that they're not now. Uh but they, I just haven't been listening to them. I haven't been in that mode for a couple of years. Um but that album really meant a lot and I was really upset that I didn't go get to see them on that tour. And then they announced another leg same venue that they'd played in like in that previous July. So I'm like, I'm going, you know, April of 08, I'm going and I'll be damned if not just a few weeks after I bought those tickets, did my other favorite band announced their first show back with their old lead singer in the same venue. Yeah. It's quite literally like, it was like poor room two weeks later, Pearl room. Well, at least I know where I'm going. Well, yeah. You know, the first one will be on a Sunday, so we can take our time. Because <laughs> the next one is going to be on a Friday. We're going to have to speed. <sighs> 90 mile per hour on the interstate. So, 
before we get into that real quick, I need to tell you the the free fest Ozfest story. Was that the yeah? I remember the free Ozfest. Okay, because yeah, you bought the, the whatever Black Rain or whatever the album was, and you got free tickets. It, you it was two free tickets if you put all the stuff in online. I was like, fuck yeah, I'll do it. So I took my sister up there again, opportunity to bond with her. Mm-hmm. We pull in to the place we were just a few weeks previous. This day, my where dad. We, where are we at? Uh, tw- uh, Tenley Park Tweeter Center. Okay, yeah, whatever yeah. the fuck it's called. I don't know. Fucking First Midwest Amphitheater, I think is what it's called now. But <clears throat> going up to this concert, my dad's like, "Hey, listen, I'm gonna do something different this time," and he gave me his spare key for the for the Thunderbird. Okay, this is a two part story because I just remembered the other part that's really interesting about what happened. We pull in to the parking space that we're parked at. We're excited. We get out. We shut the doors, and the car is locked, and the car is still running, and we are in Chicago, and there's no other way for my dad to get to us, and I'm, like, freaking the fuck out, and then I remember, oh, shit, he gave me that spare key. It's like he knew this moment was coming. Got in the car, turned the car off. I'm not ever going to tell him that fucking happened. (laughs) (laughs) You know? Have you ever told him? Yeah, he knew as soon as we got home because I was so spooked by the fact that it had happened. I was like, we almost had a really bad time. And he was like, well, you are fucking lucky, aren't you? I was like, (laughs) yes, I am. Which I was actually not very lucky because we were hanging out. We saw a lot of side stage bands or whatever that were playing at the Free Fest. But then the main stage opens up and it was like... Lordy, which I wanted to see. Uh, Lamb of God played Black Tide, right? Mm-hmm. Remember, um, they played because they got kicked off the Jägermeister stage because they were too young. They were like 18, 19, and, and, then, and then they got kicked off. And then Sharon put them on the main stage. They open. blew my mind because they closed their set with Hit the Lights, and it was like, oh, these kids can fucking play. Mm-hmm. I'm a fan. So it was them, and then Lordy, and then I am, I'm pretty sure it was Lamb of God, and then Ozzy. But during Lamb of God, we were we had upgraded our lawn tickets to seats because you got free tickets for Ozfest, Free Fest. It was lawn, and then when you got there, they were like, "Hey, for twenty bucks a ticket, you can get up and have seats." And we're like. Fucking shit, yeah, we'll take seats. So we're sitting there, and everything's cool. Now, mind you, we are low level near the stage, and the only thing that's above us is, like, 70 feet away, the press boxes where, like, rich people can sit and shit. We're sitting there watching and watching Lamb of God play for two and a half hours entirely too long, and in the middle of their set, all of a sudden, I feel a smack on my back really hard. And I'm like, who just smacked me? And I go to reach back and I feel gooey. And I realize that someone from way up there has just puked on me. Oh, oh no. (laughs) So my sister is just like blown away that it didn't happen to her. My new shirt that I had just bought that day is ruined. And she can see the defeat in my eyes. And she literally, she had bought a second shirt, another Ozfest shirt. She just goes, here, bro, wear this, and gave me her fucking Ozfest shirt to wear for the rest of the show. So I didn't have to have puke on my fucking back, dude. 
Oh, oh, and then um, a guy tried to fucking fight somebody and ran off, and I tripped him, and security caught him right by me. It was awesome, because he was running away from everybody. That was my Ozfest story, but then back to our other thing that we did. Uh, I remember the day that news broke. We were know. on the phone. We were on the phone, yeah, when it happened. We were talking. And you and I were. Did you go? Were you online or something at that I, time? Uh, yeah, this was like in uh, December of '07, and periodically I would just check websites. I would get bored and just like, "What's going on here? What's going on here? What's going on over here?" That's how you used to do it. Uh, I mean, <laughs> I mean, now anymore, I have a, like 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 the same four websites I go to, and I don't do that anymore. I'm like, "What's going on here? Hey, what's going on over here?" All right, all right, let's check that first one again. <laughs> you know, YouTube. <laughs> but but uh, no, I just happened to check the iceearth.com and they had posted that day uh, that Matt was coming back. And I'm like, and they announced like his first show. I'm like, it's in Chicago. Oh my God, I'm going. Yawn attack. Um, it happens. So. Initially, I had invited Tony because I felt it was only uh, only right. I'm like, he had got you into the he band. Got, he got me into the band. I'm like, hey, you know, uh, bring your girl and uh, like, like I'll buy this. I'll buy us the tickets. You can just pay me for the tickets. It'd be like it'd be perfect. So I bought four tickets uh, to go, and uh, and knowing that if I had like only bought two tickets, I could have gotten VIP passes. Shit. But I wanted to, you know, hey, let's go do something. Well, he backed out because it was his girl's birthday. For which I was like, well, cool. Like, she gets to go to a concert on her, like, I got her birthday. That's a win. And he's like, well, she kind of wants to spend time together. And I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah, no, he he later on went to regret that. <laughs> he wishes he would have went. But so then I'm like, I got two tickets. I'm like, Rob, are you, do you want to go? He goes, no. I, I I can't call off work. Actually, he could have, but he, he didn't, didn't want to. But he didn't want to. And he's like, I'm not really that interested in seeing him. He's not very much of a live show guy. But um, so I'm like, well, shit. I'll see what I'll, I'll like. I'll see what Nate's up to. I'm like he'll like he'll remember about this. It's short notice, but maybe. So yeah, you were all on board, and I'm like, dude, don't even worry about paying me. Tony said he still pay me for the tickets. I was like, okay, this. How can I say fucking no? Like, I like just put like twenty dollars. <laughs> actually, this, this is actually the uh, this is two thousand eight. So thankfully, it wasn't two thousand seven, because that twenty dollars in gas wouldn't have got a shit. Not in two thousand seven, it wouldn't. No, have. but two thousand eight, you no, got you... four gallons. Good job. <laughs> yeah, no shit. <laughs> oh fuck, it's gonna get me to nowhere. Yeah. Wow. We we would have burned that up at like on like a quarter of a mile up there with how fast well, she was going. I was gonna say, bro, Caitlin drove so fast to and from this concert. The to the concert wasn't nearly as bad as the from the concert, and I think the to the concert wasn't nearly as bad because you had control of the radio, so we were listening to decent music. Well, here's the thing: she was going faster on the way there. I really don't remember. Okay, so here's what happened: uh, we were waiting on you and Sarah to get to our apartment. Yep. Okay, you guys are running a little behind, and uh, that made you know made the made the the actual departure time. We had to get there at a certain time. Tight, 
Yeah, tightened up. <clears throat> also, I found out that my mom and dad split up on the same day. I do remember that, yeah. Yeah, that was a... God damn it, you're really try, trying to ruin my day, aren't you? Jesus. <laughs> Not going to happen. Not today, Satan. <laughs> I'll deal with this tomorrow. <laughs> Carp, I'm going to uh, compartmentalize this pain. I thought you said I, I thought you were going to say a carpe diem, that bitch. <laughs> carpe diem. <laughs> carpe diem, baby. Ooh, metallic. Uh, anyway, uh, so, like, yeah, you guys get there, and we were like, we need to get there. Actually, we could have taken our sweet-ass time, missed most of the opening bands, and been more than okay. Oh, my God, Because these dude. bands fucking sucked. They were awful. And I specifically remember one band who I know isn't a band anymore. That's why I'm going to call them out for not being a band anymore. But they were called Arise and Ruin. And I went on their message board page or whatever. And I said, you arose to the show and ruined the whole fucking night with your terrible music. Did you actually write them? Yeah, I was so pissed off at how bad it was. Like, how could... Were they the first band or the fourth band? They were like fourth. Okay. Because you had the first band and the dude looked like Mason. Yes. Oh my God, dude. I and, still have that brochure somewhere. Yeah. Uh, he was like our old drummer. And he, the dude was like, yeah, he was the vocalist. He's like, raw, 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 raw. and he's like, he's like, he's like <laughs> doing some sort of monkey thing. It was very bizarre. And then he like, um, and it's funny, at Symphony X, there wasn't a barrier. We, we, we were right up on the stage. Literally, there was only one person away from me and the band. Damn. Like, like, I fucking bump knuckles with Russell Allen. I'm like, fuck! That's fucking amazing. You know? Uh, the dude right to my left sang Paradise Lost with Russell Allen. That's fucking amazing. He was singing, and, and Russell's like, you got a great voice, dude. And he gave him the microphone. And he, it's, it's at the end of the song where the chorus kind of keeps repeating. Oh, yeah, yeah, totally. So then he like he let him sing him one of them, and then he sang it a few more times, and we all crescendoed and ended. Anyway, no, this dude, uh, there was a... There was a barrier now, so there was like a, a little bit of a you know separation between the stage and the people. So the dude was like trying to get really up close to the end of the stage, and he's like trying to like hit people, <laughs> and then he went to go step back and tripped over the floor monitor and fell backwards. <laughs> His feet went right up in the air, and he's like, "Yeah!" Didn't even care. Oh, dude, took that shit. In we stride. were fucking dying, and then. The next band is actually a a, a, a uh, native Chicago band. Oh, Iron Vane. Yeah, and they got a new lead singer, and they were debuting them at this concert. Who was it? I don't know. Oh, I'll, but I do remember what he said and what they what he did. Okay. Do you not remember this? No, because it did not stick. He with looked me. like a mix. Uh. Like, well, maybe not. Maybe maybe mix is the wrong word. It's like if Billy Idol did a lot of crack. It's <laughs> <laughs> not a mix. It's just a crackhead Billy Idol. <laughs> well, and also mix some of his mannerisms with like Freddie Mercury, but not like the good part of Freddie Mercury. Oh no! Like, like Freddie Mercury's a great showman and a great singer. This guy was not. Like, but, <laughs> this guy was not. <laughs> but like, like you know, Freddie Mercury kind of has that like, kind of like more like like when he's playing. Like, watch the video for like another one bites the dust, and he's kind of like prancing a little bit. Yeah, totally. You know, getting his little femme side on a little bit. This guy did that, but in a bad way. Oh, like he was doing this, like this, and he was going. 
I'm, there's no other way to, to do this. You're, sure. gyrating and then like people like when they the band starts first without the singer on the stage right people like fuck yeah yeah some real classic metal and then he came out and everybody was like like, what and then oh he wasn't wearing shoes no no later band that later band that later band band shit okay so this (laughs) people thing got confused i mean this was packed that, okay, so that building was about as packed as this building was tonight. That like like that talk about, because like even when we saw Ice Earth here and like at that place here in Chicago, there it wasn't that packed. It wasn't like there was a lot of people there, but it wasn't like to the brim packed. Uh, this was packed. Mar- Matt Barlow's first show, packed. They in fact I read uh, online on a message board. That's funny that you wrote. That band on a message board, and I found this information on a message board that the pro room violated fire code that night. Message board in a bottle. <laughs> <laughs> really? Yeah. The night we were there, yeah. we could have died. Yeah. Motherfuckers. It, it, I don't know if that led to them shutting down, but I wouldn't be surprised. Damn. Apparently, they let like uh, a lot more people in than what they should have. A lot. Oh, no. Like hundreds. Of people more, not like five more people, but like more than twenty. I read that there were four thousand people in that room. Holy shit! Because we were in the balcony, it was packed in the balcony. It was packed in the balcony, and that floor was shoulder to shoulder, front to back, front to back. And there, all together, were like four thousand people, and that venue only was capacity. D- didn't they? Didn't we have a sing along? Like they they didn't they play like Master of Puppets? They and... played a lot of like uh, they played Dio, Rainbow in the Dark, Rainbow in the uh, Dark. They played yeah. uh, uh, Cowboys from Hell, uh, and 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 see that's where like we got the joke that like the music they played during the teardown got a bigger reaction than some of these bands. Yes, because this dude, the the lead singer of Iron Vane, the first thing he said to the crowd, "I apologize for my language." Bring it on. Because this is a white dude saying Uh-oh. this. He he says, what's up, my ninjas? And I I did bleep myself because I don't think it's right to say that. Fair point. Fair point. I appreciate we, it. We don't filter ourselves, but I think that word does need to be filtered. He said it, and that crowd went, ah. <laughs> you heard the crowd Ugh. just sort of like, oh. And then no, he shit the bed that night. Boner killer. That it, he he tried to win the crowd back, and it, no, they didn't care. The ion vein of his boner killed it. Well, <laughs> 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 you know. So then the third band, uh, I can't remember the name of the band, but they were kind of like the progressive metal band from like Michigan or Wisconsin. Yeah, they weren't bad. Uh, Epicurean. Yes. Uh, wow. <laughs> How did you I, remember? I don't that? know. <laughs> Uh, but no, they weren't bad. They were just sort of like after the first two, you were like, <sighs> get to the good stuff. Fuck. Well, people were, yeah. Because then the fourth band, the dude that wasn't wearing shoes, like, like a rise and ruin. He was like, like that was literally the most depressed I've ever been at any show. <laughs> depressed. I was depressed. Holy because, shit. Cause okay. Like, like I couldn't tell one, one song from another. Oh yeah, it just runs. It bleeds through. Well, it was like like down tune guitars growling, but it all sounded the same. 
and it was, was like and then people started heckling like ice fucking earth barlow barlow oh yeah like and, and then some guy's like get off the stage and the good dude goes fuck you and the whole crowd's like <laughs> like like he goes, you guys gotta put up with us for another you know 10 minutes no, you have to put up with us for another 10 oh, minutes, fucker. Man, You're they, trapped in there with us, oh, not the other it, way it around. It was bad. I actually kind of felt bad for the guys. Like, you don't do that. Weren't we down for most of the bands, and then we went up? Or were we up for the whole thing? We were up for the whole thing. Oh, that's right, because I had previously mentioned how when I went and saw Misfits there, the barricade that you didn't have for Symphony X that was there for the Misfits collapsed on people. And that was fucking terrifying to watch. I mean, people were pushing yeah. so hard against the barricade, it tipped over and right. people fell straight and down on like, their faces. Nope. So we went right upstairs. Straight upstairs. Yeah. And, and in fact, uh, there was only one show that we've ever been to. Uh, okay, so, the, so this, she went to the Symphony X show and she was like, we were squished up, up, up front right next. And she was right behind this dude with really curly pubic hair. <laughs> oh, um, Jesus. On his head. Like, <laughs> let me just, <laughs> let me clarify. For the, yo, 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 for the <laughs> podcast audience, uh, really sweaty. He was headbanging, swinging sweat right into her face. And she's like, I am not sitting down there with these motherfuckers. So the, I've only got her to be on the floor one other time. And she was doing, uh, she got a press pass to do pictures. So she was able to go in front of the barricade at the house of blues. Fuck yeah, um, and we were, and then we were kind of off to the side, but any other time it's like if there's a balcony that that's where she wants to be, and that's where I was for this one uh, today, but uh, no, uh, we got to see. I remember we uh, the merch table was so busy and packed. I stood in line for so long. You walked right up and cut in front of everybody and bought a shirt. <laughs> I had no idea there was a line. He's like, hey, I want this. Well, I mean, she helped you, so yeah. Uh, Fair enough. I still have that shirt. I, I, I'm back here going. What the fuck? You're like, I just walked up there and got one. <laughs> yeah, because I think I got a Framing Armageddon shirt. Yeah, I still have that to this day. I, and I got the Summer Slaughter shirt, which is faded and like worn. I saw two guys at the show tonight wearing one of those. Fuck yeah, dude. Yeah. You were like, hell yeah. Uh, I, I, was, I was walking today, and I'm like trying to cross the street, and I hear, Demon Wizards! Look behind me, and someone's like, yeah! I'm like, fuck yeah. Yeah. I love that culture. Um, ironically, one of the guys that was wa- there was two guys, and one of the guys was wearing. Yeah, he was talking about how like I don't I don't know if he's bragging or what, but he's talking about the bass. I goes, I can hear the bass. There's just something about it in the life setting. I can hear everything that the bass is doing. He's wearing an Injustice for All T-shirt. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like the irony is lost <laughs> on him. <laughs> Holy shit! I'm like. Wow. Have you heard somebody actually remastered Justice with bass? Yeah, and and Justice, like, and Jason for All or something like that. Yeah. Justice for Jason. Yeah, yeah, I've heard it. It sounds weird. Yeah, it does. It's it not, sounds so not weird. the same. Um, anyway, uh, you know, so so we got to see Eister. We got to see Matt's first show back. Again, we had the same issue with the uh, PA. So powerful, though, dude. Oh, no, that that night brought, uh, brought goosebumps because uh, they started with uh, Dark Saga. And he's not even on stage yet. The deal was rigged. Whoa, fucking goosebumps across my arm hairs. Mm -hmm. That's the only time I've ever heard them sing Dark Sock Alive. Really? Yeah. That's actually, well. Normally from that album, they're doing uh, I've Heard the Hunter. I Died for You. I Died for You. Vengeance is Mine. Violate. Yep. But 
yeah, no. Uh, Dark Saga, that's the only time I ever heard it live, was that one. And uh, that was a, I, didn't we didn't we go out to eat afterwards? Uh, Denny's. Denny's. Because Den- it's right there. Yeah. Because then there's also the White Castle that Tony's shit in. <laughs> Back up and tell a story. <laughs> I forgot about that. Okay, so. <laughs> oh, you like how it just dropped? <laughs> that that's about as funny as mine. Like, like, do you think Ant Man just drove across the country? Like, how did he get over there so fast? Well, there's less traffic. Oh, God. Oh, God. Less... <laughs> well, no shit. They got fucking blipped away. Oh, shit. Okay, so for whatever reason, uh, Tony and I had decided we brought an entourage of two other people, which was a mistake. And that's a story for maybe another podcast. We'll see. I don't know. <laughs> Anyways. <clears throat> So we decided we were going to get to the Pearl Room in Mokina at like 9 a.m. The show, by the way, is at 7 p.m. Why were you there that early? Fuck it. We want to be first in line. How cool would it be? First in line in the Misfits. I mean, if you got no other responsibilities, go for it. At that time, we did not. Tony had recently acquired about $25,000. Oh, yeah. I remember that era. Okay. So money was frivolous, and Tony was spending it. So he drove us, we go up to Mokina's Pearl Room, we park the Blue Baron, we go and we stand in line, and it's just the four of us for like four hours probably. And then there's a couple people, a couple people, and there's like maybe two or three other people behind us, and Tony's like, Nate, hey, I got shit. (laughs) And I was just like... Oh man! <laughs> so, so a matter of fact, this was like pressing, dude. I got a shit. It was pressing issue, okay, in his life. <laughs> <coughs> I think he was looking to me to help solve the problem of where he was going to shit because we couldn't go in yet. The place wasn't open, so we're just standing in line. There are people behind us, and I'm like, dude, you're gonna have to go to that. White Castle that's across the parking lot. So he, you know, turtle head probably poking out, waddles his ass across the parking lot, which is probably an adventure in and of itself. He's gone for like 20 minutes, as, you know, a typical shit would probably take. And he comes back. As he's coming back, this fucking silver, I don't know, Lincoln Continental... Slow rolls, Tony. I mean, he's fucking... Tony's walking, dirt, 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 dirt. This guy's behind him, dirt, 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 dirt. Slowly pulling up. He pulls up right alongside him. He stops. Window comes down. He's like, hey, man, what are you guys doing? Tony's like, well, here's the fucking misfits, dude. We're fucking watching the fucking misfits. I'm gonna go get back in line now. And it hits him as soon as he's done talking who the fuck he is speaking to. The window is rolling up. And I see Tony's face from like 50 yards go, oh! <gasps> And it's Jerry only of the Misfits who had just asked Tony what the fuck they, we were doing there. And Tony just gave him this smart-ass kind of dickheadish response instead of paying attention to who the fuck he was talking to. But he was just like, post shit bliss. <laughs> <laughs> so he brushes him off. Post shit bliss. <laughs> Feeling pretty good about himself. 
<laughs> Had a little bit of a strut. He did. He did have the strut. So, anyways, uh, we got to hear the Misfits sound check their first two songs, and then silence, and then they eventually let people in, and we were up against the barricade for the majority of the night, up and until Osaka Pop Star played some Ramon songs. That's when the barricade collapsed because Marky Ramon was drumming at that time for Osaka Pop Star. Okay. So they did Beat on the Brat and KKK took my baby away. And literally, I was holding onto the guardrail and then it was out of my hands. And I'm watching people that were to the left and right of me on their fucking faces with people just cramming on top of him. And I was like, this is not a fucking K. We're going. And I just like grabbed Tony and the people we were with and we found our way out of that insanity and went up to the balcony that you and I found ourselves at same location and everything where we got to see the remaining parts of the show. Uh, Tony threw his hat down on stage during the Misfits set. They put it on their skull on the fucking microphone for the whole show. And then the show was over and I was like, Des, that's my dude's hat. Can you throw it back to us? And he fucking did, dude. He threw it back to us. You know, it was awesome. And then afterwards, we went down and Jerry was like in the crowd just meeting everybody and we took pictures and I zoomed in and took a good picture of Tony and I handed him the camera and he didn't think to zoom out. So it's this super awkward close up of me and Jerry only like I'll need to find that sometime. It's super funny to look at. <laughs> I forgot all about that. <coughs> but yeah, so that, so that's the Tony shitting story. <laughs> we also ate at Denny's that night too. Oh, oh man. So fast track this a little bit because I've seen a lot of like, I don't want to say mediocre concerts. I've just seen a lot of festival concerts that like, I've seen Avenged twice because of festival shows. I've seen Disturbed three times because of festival shows. Yeah. You know, stuff like that. There aren't really, like, heavily memorable stories peppered in there for me, but, like, what are some of your most memorable moments? Like, all time, it, maybe not even necessarily that something crazy happened. Okay, so um, you and I went and saw Ice Earth for Matt's first show back. Uh, Bitch I, in the kitchen. I went uh, two years later to House of Blues with Kate. To see them again, that was the last, second to last show with Matt. <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. Uh, because he left again. Uh, but uh, so flash forward to the to the Dystopia tour, and the, this is over in Columbus, Ohio, and it's a dual headline tour with. We're Symphony. at we're at in Columbus. Uh, Do you remember the venue by chance? I used to. You know what's funny? On my old phone, I actually had pictures of us inside the place. Yeah. Not important to the story. Continue I just on. remember there would be in like, uh, like, uh, like a napkin dispenser. It's like, wipe yourself up before you go home to your man. Oh my God. <laughs> like, <laughs> holy shit. That's pretty brave. <clears throat> um, so this is a dual headline tour. The Warbringer opened up. I don't know if you ever heard of them. They're Didn't kind of they a... win some sort of like contest? 
What was that band? You liked that band a lot. They oh, no, that was War Machine. War Machine, yeah. War Machine was kind of like this old school metal band. And Megadeth's like, hey, uh, vote on the band that we're going to take on a tour. And War Machine won the vote. But then they ended up taking a job for a cowboy. Because some popular bullshit. Well, because you're like, oh, yeah, well, we're taking them. We never said that we would take the winner. Yes, you did. That was the whole point. <laughs> anyway. Fucked up. <laughs> uh, so, you know, Warbringer was like this little thrash band. And, you know, like they were pretty cool. I, uh, I That was the second time I, that I did the VIP meet and greet. That was, so that was the first time I got to meet Stu. That was the first time I got to talk to Troy Seeley, who was a lead guitar player at the time. Got to find out he was from Delphi. Um, Your neck of the woods. Yeah, like we told him we were from like uh, just north of Indy in Frankfurt, and he was like, "No shit, I'm from Delphi." And we're like, "What?" And then I would end up working with someone who went to high school, or someone whose dad went to high school with him. <clears throat> and Blaine's dad went to high school with Troy Seeley. That's awesome. And then uh, Troy Seeley used to teach at McGuire Music, Joe's dad's place. Yeah, that's a small ass world, bro. Yeah, it's crazy. So. Um, yeah, like so. It's kind of because the first time I met the band, uh, I, I talked to John and I talked to Matt, and then um, everybody else. It's just they. Uh, I didn't know what to say because um, I had a hard time remembering Freddie and Troy's names. <laughs> I'll be honest with you. Like I was like ah. a little overwhelmed. I dude, I was uh, getting to meet. Uh, like I remember uh, shaking John's hand and getting tears in my eyes, and uh, John could come off as like. Kind of a, kind of, kind of, he, he comes off as kind of a dick sometimes. Not that he's meaning to. He's very stoic. Yes. Like, like he'll meet you and he's like, how you doing? You know? But I remember that night, uh, he was, he was a little bit extra juiced up. I think with some whiskey. Yeah. And, uh, I remember like me, um, uh, shaking his hand and telling him how much he did for me in my life, how much his music helped me through times. And he, he, he saw the look in my eye, and I could see him getting teary-eyed. Yeah, that was cool. Fuck yeah! Because connected with that dude. Yeah, and then I got to talk to Matt, and uh, well, it's funny because John then shook hands with my wife, she, and, he, and he's like, "How are you?" And she's like, "I'm I'm with my husband." He goes, "Yeah," he goes, "Gotcha." <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> like, it's funny. It's just like, oh. Okay, but then like we uh, how they did because you know how like when we did it when when we did the thing we went through and then we went around with another line for the pictures for the House of Blues they were on the second floor mm -hmm. and so then we had to go all the way back around downstairs all the way back around upstairs line up for the picture oh my god and somebody lost their their flag they they dropped their flag down the stairs but but they were didn't want to get out of line so I gave them my extra flag because I'm a nice guy. And I should have taken their extra poster. <laughs> Retrospectively trying to bargain with yourself. Well, because my other two posters from that era that were signed got scratched and eaten up by my cat. Coincidentally named? Barlow. <laughs> he goes, that's not my signature. You cocksuckers. Ah, ah, I need to sign this too. Uh, so I, I remember like... You know, getting you know the group the the groupers like standing there, and I'm and I'm we're like we're like where do we stand? He goes, uh, they stand right here, and then we're like, you know, doing the hey, and then John's like, ah, come here, and he grabs Kate and he grabs me, 
But the ironic thing is that the dude took the picture at the wrong time. Oh, no. So he's got his hand around Kate, and he's doing this. <laughs> so he doesn't even have his hand all, hand all the way around me. And I, and I, I haven't even realized what he's doing yet, because in the picture, I'm like, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Which, okay, that is still the best picture I've ever taken when I started, because the other two pictures I fucking hate. <laughs> the second picture in Columbus was me... Waiting forever in the pose. And then I'm like, are you take a picture? And that's when he took the picture. <laughs> with my eyebrows up, like, take a picture? And then with you, I'm like, all right, let, 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 let's do a pose and let, let's look mean. And it just looks like I'm trying to look mean. <laughs> looks like I'm like, like a, <laughs> looks like I'm like growling. But uh, uh, in Columbus. Okay, yeah. So the Columbus show. It was pretty cool because we were to, uh, they did the VIP at the beginning, like ours. Um, but uh, the first time I did it, it was afterwards. So we were there first, and we got to go in and do the whole same spiel. Go around, get stuff signed, shake hands, uh, blah, blah, blah. Say, 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 say a few things. Circle all the way back around. Then you go, then you get your picture taken. And then they're like, well, let's put it back outside. They were going to make us go back outside. Oh, fuck that. And I don't know who intervened uh, because they still had to do sound checks. Yeah. I don't know if it was the band or management with the band or was like, let's let them stay in here. So we got to stay in there while they did the sound checks. That's fucking awesome. And so we got to scope out where we wanted to be. You know, we actually got to go check out the merch table before anybody. Hint, hint, I got my Dante's Inferno. CD, Damn. 2011, 2011, oh. and uh, but like so we were up on the balcony, and, what, and what's cool about being up on the balcony is that you pretty much see everything. Mm-hmm. It's it's always awesome being right up in the front, but I don't want to be anywhere near like in, in the middle. In the middle, you get caught up in the mosh, and, and it, tall people, and tall people, then you can't see. Or if you're in the back, then you're like, I can't see shit. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just happy to be here. <laughs> yeah. Um. But being up there, it's like, you know, the band's playing, and they're playing their biggest fucking live song, you know, um, Watching Over Me. And I just remember seeing John, like, play, you know, and he's, like, arching. He's, like, looking over. Like, actually, like, not just, like, looking at the crowd. He's, something caught his eye. And he's looking, and I'm looking. So I, 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 I try to look down, because I'm, like... Where we are on the stage, where he would be looking is like right below me. Mm-hmm. And I see somebody on the floor. Oh, shit. And he throws his guitar down on the stage. Doesn't hand it off to anybody, just drops it. And jumps off the stage. Like, in between the barricade and runs out to this person. Fuck. And then there's, and then there's an altercation with somebody else. With John? Like John got in somebody's face. Oh, shit. <clears throat> And security was was escorting this person out. We're like, what the? F-? Everybody's like, what the hell? The band kept playing. The band never quit playing the song. John helps this person to the back, mm-hmm. comes back on a stage, puts his guitar back on, finishes the song. Right? Mm-hmm. And we're like, what the fuck was that? And then the song ends. He's kind of saying something to the other guys. We're just like, what happened? And he gets on the mic. He goes, he goes, I understand this is a fucking rock show, but you do not fuck with my family. 
That was a sister. Oh, shit. Somebody pushed his sister and, like, knocked her down or whatever. And, like... Oh, fuck. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that would have been... No bueno. <laughs> oh, shit. Well, because then we were like, holy shit, was that his... Because I remember seeing, like, what his sister looked like from the Alive in Athens bonus uh, mm-hmm. on the DVD. And I'm like, I think that was her. Because they were in Columbus, Ohio, mm-hmm. and that was the closest place other than, uh, I think, Chicago that they were playing. So, you know, they live in central Indiana, so they probably just hopped on over on the interstate and went went over to see him. Straight shot on 70. And uh, so, <clears throat> and then uh, shortly after that, she came out to the side of the, of the stage where they have, like, the mixing guy. And she was sitting there with John's daughter. Awesome. And I'm like, family. Totally. Wow. You're like... To see him like just throw lose that, his shit, throw, yeah. He threw the Les Paul to the ground, like did not care. Yeah, no. In regards to a sibling like that, I wouldn't have cared either, honestly. Just fuck it. Ugh. Adds character. It, haha, yeah, it does. It does <laughs> add character. Totally. Adds character. Uh, man, any other. You know, it's interesting. I don't think we even noted this, that when you and I saw Metallica at the same time together, that completely unmeaning to, we like coalesced in line together. We went in separate entrances and we met up exactly. It faded. At the like, at the, because your entrance kind of like made you circle down some stairs, right? No, here's the crazy thing, dude. We got there so early, we technically probably shouldn't have been able to stand where we stood because we fought with the people. Because they didn't open that door. They just told us to wrap around, so we did. So, like, where all the other doors were, we were coming in, but we just got told to wrap around this line. So they wrapped this line all the way around to those stairs and whatnot. But that's not where the line was. That should have just went out the door like everybody else. Like because it was kind of cold... People were like, no, we're staying inside. I don't give a fuck. My dad's like, I don't give a fuck. I'm staying inside. <laughs> you know? yeah. He's like, I'm not getting cold. Fuck that. Yeah, no. Like, we, And then I ended up coming right in there, and we were standing right there and went through security together. I, well, I didn't. <laughs> Do you, did, did you witness that happen to me? No. <laughs> oh, this is a story. Okay, this is good. So we go through the little fucking metal detectors, right? Yeah. What are you supposed to do? Put all your shit in the basket. Put the basket in the thing. So I do that. I go through. They ding me. I'm like, oh, it's my fucking belt. I fucking take my belt off. Okay. I go through again. It dings me again. I'm like, what the fuck? I take my shoes off. Must be my fucking shoes. I don't know why, but it's Deadpool shoes. Whatever. Take those off. Beep again. And I'm like, what the fuck? And I'm like freaking out. I'm like, they're not going to let me see this fucking concert. They're going to fucking kick me out. What the fuck? What the fuck? What the fuck? And I go like this. And I feel my phone is still in my fucking pocket. I had taken it out of the basket, texted something to somebody, you, hell, I don't know who the fuck I was texting. And instead of putting it back in the basket, I put it in my pocket and was just walking back and forth through the metal detector. Like, what the fuck is this thing going up? I don't know. I don't know what the fuck is happening. I look like such a dumbass. You know, I'm like, oh, here it is, folks. Put it on the basket, walk through, everything was cool, and then it was Metallica time. Well, I remember, because right after that, like, I made a beeline merch for the merch table, which was a long-ass line. I got right, uh, first off, my, my I saw how long the line was, I went and took a pee, and then got the merch table line. Uh, 
Whew. To their credit, the merch table line at the Metallica show was pretty fast. You know what? It actually was. They had a lot of guys work on the merch table. And once you, like, it, like honestly, you were waiting in line on the back end longer than you were waiting. Once you were near the front of the line. Once you got up there, they got you in and out. But no, I got one shirt because that's all, that's all I could afford. Just like tonight. That's all I could afford. Totally. Uh, because t- uh, even at Slipknot, like the the shirts are forty bucks. But That's I, insane to me. Well, here's the thing. One, it sucks, and everyone's and at every uh, all three concerts, I heard people bitching about the prices of the t-shirts, and I get it. Yeah. Man, you know what? You just want to go buy a t-shirt. I get it. They're not making a, anything off their music. Nope. So they have to support themselves. Your ticket that you buy to go to see them, and then the, the merch that you buy, is going to help support this band. And if you know what, uh, I'm not. I wasn't able to get a Slipknot shirt because I had to save up my monies to get a Demon shirt. I can get a Slipknot shirt any other time. You totally. Yeah, uh, I wanted. I wanted something to commemorate going to see Demons and Wizards tonight. But um, Slipknot, I got to see Volbeat. That's fucking awesome. Open I love that band. They were really good. Yeah. Did they do Still Counting? They did. Fuck yes. Did they do Cadillac Gangsters and, or uh, what is it? Guitar Gangsters and Cadillac Blood, I think is what's, or. I think, yeah, I think it was the title did. track off of that album that had Still Counting. They might have. You know um, what? We have a special thing on it's the interwebs. Setless.fm. Setless.f. While you're F-M. looking that up really quick, I do want to mention I've also seen Slipknot. I saw them in 2008 during the All Hope is Gone tour, or All Hope is Lost. All Hope is Gone. Gone. It is gone. Yeah, I can't ever remember that for some reason. You're more tired than I am? Uh, a little bit, getting there. You're. I mean, you're more tired than I am for sure, but... Yeah, I've been up for over 24 hours now. That's crazy to me. But uh, anyways, I saw Slipknot with Paul and Joey when they were still in the band and alive. Well, Joey isn't dead, but <laughs> Paul is dead. <laughs> I said that very poorly. Very, they were still in the band and alive. Uh, yeah, but uh, it was very special, like hearing the crowd light up during the Heretic Anthem, like just how impactful hearing a crowd full of people chant 666 was just like, whoa. Mm. Um, that was the same show I saw Dragon Force and Mastodon. Okay, Lola Montez, awesome. They're doing a lot of newer songs. Still, ca- wow, they did mostly new songs. I don't know a lot of those songs. It sucks, but they're um, good. They have uh, the Warriors call. That's that. Uh, Let's get a Oh yeah, <laughs> I don't. I don't even know the words, but it's like <laughs> so, you know, it's a Yeah, he's one of those dudes. Like I really like his his vocal style, but it also kind of reminds me of Eddie Vedder. <laughs> you know, Eddie what? Vedder, like he just cracked. Like I watched uh, the the Jeremy video just the other day, and he does this like <laughs> I can't even do it without laughing. <laughs> he's like he's like. <laughs> He's like kind of made a V with his mouth. You didn't even know. Daddy <laughs> never spent time with a boy. <laughs> oh, I don't like Pearl Jam. True story. Oh, dude, you know what? I kind of dig them just because they're so like just because of the laugh factor. But like a couple of their songs are pretty catchy. 
Yeah, but they're also depressing music too. <laughs> well, considering that Jeremy's about a kid that blows brains out in this actual classroom, I would say so. Yeah, that's pretty fucked up. Jeremy's spoken class today. Uh, was that insensitive of me? <laughs> that was the guy popping the wine because he won the all the, or he earned all those uh, platinum records for that song. Uh, yeah, <laughs> dude. Uh, yeah, they definitely played a lot of new ones. Um, for that, um, Slipknot was really good. Corey sounded great. The band sounded really great. Fuck yeah, their set list was really good. I saw Tyler and I discussed it yeah. when I helped him, and I was actually because that was like the day after. Yeah, you guys saw it. I was actually like absolutely amazed at the songs they played. They played some new stuff. They played some old stuff. Mm-hmm. But they closed with the worst encore of all time. Why do you end your set with surfacing? Well, because that's their uh, like. If you actually go look at a lot of their shit, that's what they used to close with. Dude, when I okay, true story. When I saw Slipknot in two thousand eight. They opened with surfacing. It was their first fucking song. That's not a lie. It was surfacing people equal shit. So I'm really, really confused why they closed. It's just, it's not, you want to end your set on a high. You want to give a psychosocial or, you know, something that's like a anthemy, powerful, leaves people fucking salivating you don't want to close with i think you guys left during the encore because it was boring that's what tyler said well i i looked it up <clears throat> ah i looked it up because he wanted to he wanted to hear wait and bleed and i looked up what they had been playing on set list uh i normally don't do that at concerts but i, I wanted to see yeah and um i was like if you want to start heading we can start heading because we were still gonna be able to hear it like, but totally. t- like when we left, they were just wrapping up. They were they were in the middle of the last song because they did two songs for the encore, I think. But um, you, I kind of did it with the idea of like maybe we'll get to like beat the traffic, and no, we didn't. <laughs> Still the same show. No, no. Okay, so one of the like best parts about going to that show, one of the opening acts had to have been people of Walmart. People watching was the most fun thing I've ever done there. There's so many people from different walks of life. There were people who are just way too hot that shouldn't exist. And there were people who are just like, slap your mama ugly. Like, <laughs> must slap your mama ugly. Oh, my God. Oh, man. Like, there was one dude. Oh, oh no, I don't have the pictures on my other phone. Other phone? Oh, I just got a new phone. There's this dude. He's wearing a Spider-Man jersey. <laughs> And he had a bald spot, and he braided his hair around it, and it looked like a he looked like a chuckle. There was this one girl. You know, big girls don't bother me, not 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 in the slightest. But I was coming up the hill; she was coming down, and oh lord, she was coming. <laughs> and and she she looked like she was still wearing the same goth outfit that she was wearing 15 years ago because it was cut right at, at the, the nipple pretty much <laughs> you saw under boob and everything and then this big massive belly sticking out and it's white as can be white as well, your goth they don't tan <laughs> no i mean yeah you're right but it's like i got scared that's called a moon tan moon glow 
There was just all man. What's the craziest shit you've ever seen at a concert? Would you surmise? Like, like genuinely, like either either insane. Like I can't believe I witnessed that, whether it was on stage or off stage, or like I fear for my safety in this moment. I'm never feared for my safety. <laughs> Maybe other than getting squished at Symphony X, I thought we, were, uh, which probably was just people moshing behind us, but we really got squished. Oh yeah, you like, feel it, dude. It crushes your fucking shit. Uh, nothing really crazy like that's ever happened. Like, uh. Craziest thing I've ever seen it was probably the probably John's sister getting, getting oh yeah totally pushed or hit or whatever happened to her uh, because I mean that effectively that directly affected somebody in the band but Slipknot for the most part dude it was tame which is weird because it's a Slipknot show yeah but I mean all it, of us have gotten older we can't yeah. do it like we used to yeah but I mean no it was a really great show Metallica was really great. Uh, they they played a good set. They, like, have you seen some of the stuff that they've been playing over in uh, over in Europe? Dude, they played No Leaf Clover recently, and they played Saint Anger. The, yeah, with snare. With snare, it sounds so much better. Uh, man. Uh, all right, so uh, they're doing S and M two soon here in a few weeks, and then go gonna, to the theater to see it. I know, and I don't think I'm going to be able to because I think when they're airing it is like in October. Yeah, or late September. And it, it, and, and it might be too. I, I don't know how close that is. The kid be timetable, timetable, timetable. But like, I'm really anxious to see what that set list is, because because what I would like them to do is play some of the same songs just as a remembrance, and some then, of their best ones from that. Yeah, run, and then a whole slew of new shit from the more recent albums yeah. that never got touched. Yeah, plus a couple covers. That'd be cool. Like, do turn the page with Symphony. With Metallica doing it or mm-hmm. whiskey, you know. I think yeah. they just recently did whiskey live too. Did they? Yeah. Hmm. So, um, tonight. Yeah. I went by myself. About. I went by myself tonight. Uh, I, I get to the venue. I'm late. Um, because I I took a wrong turn, and that wrong turn cost me ten minutes, because <laughs> I had me circling all around. So, uh, I use this app called called Spot Hero. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's supposed to be able to, like, uh, you reserve your parking space before you get there. Yeah, and then they have, like, these little parking spots, like, in random alleys and stuff like that. And uh, so, I did that. It cost me $7 compared to the uh, $25 to park at the venue. Damn. Which I didn't do, and then I'm like, oh, I should have done that. Oh, wait, they're sold out. Never mind, let me figure something else out. And I had to walk, like, less than a half mile. So I get in there, and there's a line, but I don't, but I don't know what the line is for. And then I look over, and I'm like, oh, wait, that there's a stage right there. It was hard to see, because I'm, like, standing off to the side, and it's, like, kind of dark. So I get out of line, and I'm like, I'm going to go stand right over here. And then, and then I'm looking around for merch, and I, then I see... A sign that says merch upstairs, and realized that line I was in was for the, to go upstairs. Like shit, I was in line for merch for an hour. Whoa, I missed most of the set of Tier. Okay, T Y R T Y R or Twi. I'm not sure how he pronounced it. Okay, Twigs. <laughs> twigs. I mean, their logo kind of looks like Twigs. Uh, uh, but I mean, they, I mean, they're pretty good. I, I, I couldn't focus on them really. As I was standing in line, I was for most of their set, I was standing in a stairwell, um, stressing about like, 
what the fuck? Why is it taking so long? Well, there's only one guy working merch. Oh, brutal. So I get there, and I finally get my shirt, and I can't even get the shirt that I want because they're all sold out of 2X. Bastards. And I have a choice, 1X or 3X. No X. <laughs> no X. All right, how about that one? Uh, yeah, I got that one. All right, give me that one. So I got my shirt, shoved it in my pocket because <laughs> I didn't want to have it like over my shoulder. I'm trying to figure out where I want to stand. And I'm looking around. I'm, I can probably make my way to the middle of the crowd. And you know how you start in the back and you slowly just sort of like weasel your way in. Mm-hmm. But I don't think I'm going to be able to make my way all the way up front. And I wouldn't have been able to. People who were up there were not moving. And so I look up on the other side of the balcony. I'm like, I'm going to walk up there. Well, first off, I'm looking for the pisser. So I found it. And then I went upstairs to the other side of the balcony because the merch was on, went upstairs to the side of the balcony. Uh, and then... Like there's a bar up there, and then there's an elevator too for like for for accessible people, uh, and then there's a you walk all the way across. This venue was weird because you had like a big bar in the back, but you also had like seating area in the back too. Like some like people could like people could like uh, they had like a little like like not couches but like cushion seats back nice. there, and you can kind of sit up and then we kind of see. Uh, I saw some spots available when I walked by, but I'm kind of glad I didn't because I would have been stuck back there. Yeah. Um, so I went over to the other side of the balcony. So was, there's stairs that go up that one. There's a bar up there too. go figure. And uh, <laughs> there's like hardly like there wasn't that many people up there. So I'm standing in this spot watching tear and uh, bringing a tear to your eye. No, well, I mean, they, they like they finished up and the dude that was standing right on the railing, like he stood up and he looked at me, smacked the railing and walked away. So I got right on the railing, right next to this beam, so I was able to lean up against it the whole time. Oh, nice! So then Lizzie Borden played. I don't know if you ever heard of Lizzie Borden. No, Lizzie Borden's like a uh, they're a metal band, uh, but they dabbled a glam and power metal. And uh, the lead singer's name is Lizzie Borden. He's basically like a character, and he changes his outfits. Every song, and I don't know what I'm doing. I'm trying to show you pictures. <laughs> like I don't know what I'm doing, but I'm trying to show you pictures. All right. Ah, uh, he's got pictures from the show. Oh wow, dude, your phone t- takes nice pictures. Shit. So he's wearing. He he almost looks like uh some sort of vampire witch. Vampire witch, and then he changed outfits. And then look at his face. Whoa. His face is in the middle. He's got like three faces. Is that a prosthetic or yes. is it a mask? It's like a mask prosthetic type thing. Because then he keeps changing outfits. Ah, what am I doing? <laughs> <laughs> so, like, there was, a, there was something that reminded me of Kiss. I'm so glad you brought up Kiss first. Sure. Um, he came out. He, he, he was wearing, like, he's wearing, like, the, like, the, the, the big boots, the big stiletto boots. Yeah. Right? He's wearing those. He, his outfit was kind of shiny, but he kept putting the cloaks on and there was stuff to kind of... Then he put on this big white thing, okay. this like white cloak, and he had like a skull mask. And he lifted the skull mask up, and he had an axe, and he starts cutting his face with it. Whoa. It's a fake axe. But he starts vomitizing like Gene Simmons' blood all... Oh, sweet. All down himself and making a mess. So then... He's like, do you want blood? Do you want blood? Yeah. So then he proceeds to get down 
in front of the crowd, but uh, from the balcony, he has a person there wearing a mask with a bucket, and he goes around smearing paint and like baptizing them in blood. And Damn, stuff. that's it, awesome. It was kind of cool. It's um, radical. I mean, they weren't like. Here's the thing. I, I I knew one song, and it was like a song that they had. It was a single from like uh, like an 07 album that they came out with. I actually played that song in the car when we were going up to see Iced Earth when we were speeding. Weird. Yeah. I actually do remember that was on that mix. Huh. Uh, so then, uh, finally, Demons and Wizards take the stage. And seeing Slipknot, and Slipknot actually kind of packed the place. Slipknot crowd got pretty loud. You know, just like you said, hearing all those people chant, you know, if you're 555, then I'm 666. You know, you're hearing a whole crowd saying, you know, devil and I, you know. That's awesome. But it's so crazy how that big of a crowd or like Metallica crowd can be outdone by a smaller crowd that's more enthusiastic. <clears throat> that's mind-blowing. But you got to think, Demons and Wizards is really specialty. Like, they're a band that isn't super mainstream. And even more than that, they don't tour a lot. Never. Hardly ever. They've only ever played like select shows in 2000. That's like crazy. 19 years ago. So, the first song they play, Heaven Denies. Fucking awesome. Okay. So, for the chorus, Hansi doesn't even sing the Deadlands Wasteland part. The crowd, crowd does, does. it. Fucking A. And, he's, and he just adds in the part at the end. And, uh, oh, man. <laughs> The crowd was just on fire all night. Well, you have to be for that kind of show. And the fact that, you know, you guys were allowed, you able to see. Look, if I wasn't, of course, when this drops, I'm going to be in Denver. So that's interesting. I won't be where I usually am when this episode is airing, by the way. Uh, because of that, I could not go with you to this show, which broke my heart because it is a band that we both share a very strong love for. And uh, I peeped their set, you know, that they've been doing for this run. And uh, it's a banger, man. You got to see some awesome shit, I'm sure. Yep. Heaven Denies, Poor Man's Crusade. That was nuts hearing people sing that. Oh, yeah? Well, I mean, like, here's the thing. As, as you said, they don't, they've never really toured. This has always been something deemed like from perception or at least from my perception to be a little smaller more personal yeah and you hear a whole venue like like singing poor man's crusade singing touched by the crimson king you know and then have the whole crowd going ah 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 you know goosebumps and then uh they played love's tragedy asunder after that Fucking and a. fucking like that gave me goosebumps and got tears in my eyes for sure. Then they played uh, "Burning Times" from Iced Earth with Hanzi singing. Yes, holy shit! And, and, and you know, okay, so the first few shows that I saw uh, footage from from them playing, you know, uh, Hanzi sounded a little rough to me. Okay, I'm gonna be honest with you. I thought he sounded a little rough. He was on fucking point. He nailed everything tonight. And I'm, obviously he's he's been playing it over in Europe, and he's been lots, playing it. lots, lots. You know, yeah. he's he's had some shows here here in the states. 
And it was just like, he was on fucking point for everything. Then the next song was Blind Guardian, Welcome to Dying. Then And then they brought out, I'm actually going to show you, some chairs. Oh, Wicked. And played Wicked Witch. Um, Holy shit, acoustic style. Mm-hmm. And what's oh. funny, Hansi messed up the words. Did he really? In the very beginning. Uh, I'm actually going to look him up because I'm freaking tired. Because <laughs> I remember I remember him messing it up, but I got I, but I want to get it right. Um, um, there you go. No, 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 no. <laughs> New fucking screen? I typed in Wicked Watch. <laughs> like W-O. Wicked Watch. <laughs> all right you know so uh the the first verse there is a demon an evil mind inside us oh i know i know we all know the rules when water will be shed he flipped those he said oh i know when water will be shed we all know the rules <laughs> he started laughing <laughs> John no sold. I don't even know if he noticed. That's funny as shit, man. But uh yeah, no, that was yeah, hearing Wicked Witch was <laughs> the veracity with which you're tapping this. I'm gonna be like my mom and break my phone. She's she cracked her screen in the car the day that she got it because she wouldn't it wouldn't respond. Jesus. So some shows they've been swapping out Wicked Witch and Beneath These Waves. Oh, I got no. I got both of them. Oh, I got both. Fuck. And then they, it's funny because Hansi is so European. He's a little like he just the way he speaks and everything's a mm-hmm. little different. So like when he was uh, introducing everybody, like John got a really big ovation. He goes, "Well, this really seemed to like you here." <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, "He's like, and here's but here's a friend." He goes, and because the guy playing bass, he's also in Blind Guardian. And everyone yeah. starts chanting Guardian. He goes, well, I wasn't going for that, but sure, I'll give him one. <laughs> but uh, so he, he he was all like, so earlier we heard what the Crimson King had to say. So I think it's time we get in touch with the Gunslinger. Nice. <laughs> so they played Gunslinger, and then they went right into Terror Train. And then they played shit, I Died yeah. For You. Holy shit. <clears throat> and then they went right into Valhalla from Blind Guardian. Now... Uh, I'm not the biggest Blind Guardian nut. I know songs, certain songs, sure, here and there. I remember Valhalla. I have heard it. I like it, but I'm also like that's not one that I'm. I'm not always jamming. Uh, to to Guardians all the time, sure. But oh my god! So the whole crowd was singing this song, and then after the song was over. The crowd got louder. And what I mean by that is that the band had already stopped playing. And John had walked off stage to go change guitars. And so the chorus goes, Valhalla, Deliverance, why have you ever forgotten me? And the crowd is singing that over Over and over again without... and, And Hansi's like... I'm gonna let you keep doing it. Wow. He goes, I think I think that you might be on par with 
the best crowd we've had so far. <laughs> and people were like, hey, he goes, ah, I got you. <laughs> <laughs> um, then they uh, played Tear Down the Wall, Gallows Pole, My Last Sunrise, Leave. And everyone started chanting. I wanted to start a chant. Okay, so I've got a rant. Bring it on. Right next to me. I was on the rail. The two people right next to me. Not the pole. Not the pole. Dude and dude. I've never been to a show. Especially like this with a raucous crowd like this where people are fucking putting their fucking fists in the air, horns, singing every line. Giving it their all. These guys didn't react to anything. Really? I saw a dude do a golf clap. What the fuck? It bugged me. Why were they there? I don't know. It bugged me. Hmm. It's I'm over there like I they gave me like some side eye looks like, wow, you're being loud. Like, fuck you, dude. Dude, you are not going to side-eyed me while singing Crimson King, you son of a bitch. Jesus. So then they come back on the encore, and he's like, I think we did forget a few songs. <laughs> and he goes, maybe one. Maybe two. Okay, two. <laughs> <laughs> so then uh, they did Blood on My Hands. And then Fiddler on the Green was the last one. Uh, oh man, it, it it was cool. It it was really cool. I don't regret a single moment of it because it would it, it would be made even better if they would have been like, "Hey guys, here's a new one." You know, bust out something that's not official yet. Well, because the new album does isn't going to be out until possibly January, so it's like that would have been neat. But quite literally, this was like a tour that they should have had. Back in 05, that they never did, where you have songs from the first album, the second album. They're doing two Eister covers, two Blind Guardian covers. Just, you know, uh, you have John and Jake from Eister Earth, you know. Hansi and bass player dude from Blind Guardian. And I think the drummer might be from Blind Guardian too, Sweet. but I don't know for sure. I, 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 I'm not up to, I know that the bass player, I think he is a, he, I think he's a guitar player for Blind Guardian, to be Sweet. honest with you. There is funny. It's funny because at one point, um, uh, after the first Blind Guardian song, the cra- uh, people in the crowd were yelling for Bard song. <laughs> Fuck yeah! No, we're not. We're not Blind Guardian. Sorry, not tonight. Um, but it's not happening. I wanted to start chanting when they left the stage. Like, you're not done yet. Oh, you're, you're not, not done, done yet. yet. <laughs> That's funny. That would have been funny. I feel like they would have got a kick out of that. But me being on the balcony. There's another advantage being on the balcony. I didn't see anything crazy. There were a lot of pits. Yeah. There was like seven pits during their set. Damn. I, there, there, there was a pit during like during Valhalla. People getting it. They were. But there's a bonus. Oh. You get quite the bird's eye of you. Oh. Of some cleavage. Oh yeah. <laughs> Tell you what, if the girls have got them girls out on display, enjoy them girls. You got a. You got the best seat in the house. That's what I'm saying. Doing some tin nibbling in the pub. (laughs) 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 Oh, my gosh. I remember Blaine telling me, uh, we went and saw Sabbath, and uh, 
the only crazy thing that happened during Sabbath is that the dude that sat right next to me is a guy that I used to work with like seven years before that. We were like, hey! <laughs> Weird, yeah. Uh, but like Blaine had to sit in the lawn and uh, he, he, he watched some girl give her guy head on the lawn. Brutal. I watched a video of that, actually. I mean, not like a video <laughs> of it. That sounds like porn, but... <laughs> <laughs> Shit. Uh, no, I watched a video on Facebook. Somebody posted that there was like some concert, and they like panned over, and this guy was just like naked, and this girl was just sucking that dick. I was like, what? Like, who? who is that brazen to just be like... Just go ahead, do it. It's fine. We're here in public. Doesn't matter. It does matter. There are people watching you. What the so, fuck? so Sabbath. Um, there were people of all ages. There were kids, young kids. Ooh. Ooh. Now, great is rock and roll. Yeah. Yeah, I remember Jericho. I think Chris Jericho kind of complained about it. He took a son. And then, um, like, uh, Black Sabbath played the song, uh, like, Woman or something. I can't remember the name. Okay. And up on the screen, they had tits. Tit- oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. From that, uh, I can't, Black was that Black Sabbath 4, I think. Mm-hmm. And uh, he was like, you didn't have to do that. Like, there are kids here. I don't know. Like, Jericho kind of got, all went, he, like, he went all dad mode on him. Ooh. He was like, hey, hey. He's like, look, dude, I get it. It's rock and roll, but. Dad is Jericho. Yeah, <laughs> he's like I get it, but it's like you know, he's there with his kid. You know, he's he, he's kind of being a dad, and he's like, "There's a lot of kids here." You know that that's what was cool about seeing uh, Metallica, Iron Maiden, Black Sabbath, seeing the uh, cross generation. The cross, yes, like there's like there's literally like for Sabbath, there were like really old people and like their kids, and then their kids, and their kids. Probably. Man. Have a family reunion at Black Sabbath concert. I saw Sabbath, uh, that I think that same time, like 2013. Something like that. That was during their final tour. Well, it was well, the next to last, I think. They because up. the 13 was the, that was the 13 tour. They played two songs or from the 13 album. And then when they did the farewell tour, they didn't play any songs from that album. Shit. <laughs> like bullshit. Come on, man. It was a good album, too. I liked it. Was I, I thought it was all right. I also saw Motley Crue on their farewell tour. On their farewell? <laughs> farewell tour. <laughs> on their farewell. <laughs> their farewell. <laughs> their farewell tour. Uh, it was interesting until Tommy Lee did a seven and a half minute drum solo to Skrillex that really happened. Like they were playing dubstep and he was drumming over it while he was going upside down and stuff and it was like, eh. I mean, it could have been done better, but it was definitely that uh, you've seen the viral video of uh, Vince Neil singing. <laughs> Not get up, one oh three, why out? You've seen that, right? No. You have not seen that? I have not oh seen Oh, my God. That. I'm playing that for you. On the, I don't care if we get copyrighted friends. It doesn't matter. This is the funniest shit. They haven't, they haven't like, interpreted what he's saying. Oh my and God. it's fucking gold. I just want you to do it again. Wow. <laughs> 
103. <laughs> oh, yeah, it's funny as shit. Where is it? Um, oh, yeah, here it is. Uh, I think. Nope, that's Kimmel. Get down here. I don't want Jimmy Kimmel. Fucking fine. <laughs> <laughs> Kimmy Jimmel. <laughs> Here it is. Pretty <laughs> <laughs> gas. Outer space line kills me. Oh, the first time I saw that dude, I fell out. That shit got me. <laughs> Not Mayor Chubby Bear 103. Good night. Good night. Good night, Mayor Chubby Bear 103 be the episode. Are you ready to gas? You really nap? Whoa! Yeah, kick some of huh? <laughs> baby. Oh, he kills me, man. That kills me. Wow. Yeah, so that was on their last tour. They don't sound very good. Oh, musically they sound good as ever, but vocally he's not there anymore. Obviously. Well, I mean, <laughs> that was that was gibberish. It was straight up gibberish, bro. <sighs> I wonder what girls, girls, girls sounds like. (laughs) (laughs) (coughs) Or or as far as gibberish go, can you imagine Dr. Feelgood? Like him. Jimmy Gumma 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 Those things where people make, like I showed you a long time ago, the Benny Lava video. Yeah. Like people taking and hearing or writing what they hear instead of what's actually being said sometimes can just create such hilarious French fry burst upon my spleen. Fucking give me a few, give me five, give me a damn, Oh, man. I feel like we could do a whole nother episode on concerts. I mean, yeah. There's like several on the table, but there's not enough time in our morning. <laughs> no. Um, 
I mentioned I saw Slipknot, so I saw Slipknot and Volbeat because I was actually going through my list. We actually so at, uh, saw Iced Earth a couple different times. I saw Sons of Liberty. That was John's other project. Alice Cooper. I got to see Alice Cooper uh, opening up for Maiden. I saw Alice Cooper open up for Sabbath. That's cool. Yeah. See, Sabbath for me, it was uh, it was Andrew WK, mm-hmm. but he was just doing DJ shit. See, ours was Andrew WK, but also Cooper. Or maybe I saw Alice Cooper open for fucking Crew. It might have been Motley Crew, honestly. But it was fucking awesome. Alice Cooper's awesome. Yeah. I mean, uh, I definitely wanted to just say that. Also, Iron Maiden. Haven't seen Maiden. Uh, they just played last week, and a lot of people. There was tons of Iron Maiden, tons of Iron Maiden shirts up here at this show. A lot of people went and saw Maiden recently. I, I saw them, and I don't regret it. One single iota. They are pound for pound, probably right up there with Metallica as being the best band I've ever seen live. God damn. They're on my list. They're definitely on my list. You, and I'm, time you, is running out. It is, and you need to like next time they come around, you need to like. I'm going. Like doing it, like that needs to be a priority because uh, they're not gonna be around forever. You're absolutely right, man. I can't wait to tell my next concert story because it hasn't happened yet, but it's about to happen in the timeline. Is there any band that okay. that you haven't seen before we go? Okay, that maybe you're not the biggest fan of them per se. Okay, but if you had a chance to see them, because. Either they're old, they're getting ready to like you know not be around anymore, or like they don't get around very much, or just any. Is there any band that that that's on that list of like you know what? I think I would go out of my way at least once to see him live, just just to see it. At this point, oh man, that's really hard to say. I've I mean most of the bands I want to see are I've wanted to see. I have. There's only a couple bucket list bands, so like. Those aren't on the table, obviously. Thinking about like a band that's like, oh, okay, I, w- I would enjoy seeing them, but it wouldn't be like the the Who if they're still touring at all. Yeah, uh, at any in any capacity would be cool. Uh, before he died, I really would have fucking loved to seen Tom Petty. Man, it yeah. bums me the fuck out that I never got to see that dude play. Uh, Fleetwood Mac, if they ever toured again, would be I, w- I would probably go on my way to see them so it's funny because i i, I kind of thought of this at the slipknot concert tyler had a bet with his work buddy how many times they were going to hear acdc okay because slipknot's song before they hit the stage was uh for those about to rock mm-hmm. right and i'm like if brian johnson ever toured again with them I think I, I think I would see them. Okay. Not to say that you know I actually thought <clears throat> what I've heard of Axel with them was really good. Like it it I was shocked. Yeah. Because he wasn't axling it up. He was being respectful. He was like he was there and they were doing older stuff that they hadn't done in years. Yeah, he was like, "Dude, I really like this album, this stuff." And they're like, "Oh, okay, let's do it." You know, it's like Shit. so like he was bringing some old Bon Scott stuff back out. But like he on a tone kind of sounds kind of a Brian Johnson level, so he didn't sound too far off. Nice. And um, he even like uh, borrowed Dave Grohl's throne because he got hurt and he he still kept going. I remember that. And yeah. like he was like, uh, they have nothing but praise because ACDC is his favorite band, and he got to sing for his favorite band. 
That's fucking so rad. So like, it, so as, as much shit as I've ever talked about Axl Rose being a dick, it's like he's a fan, and and it's like you know what? And I've heard rumor that they're reuniting with Brian and doing a new album, and it's like you know you know the thing ACDC kind of all sounds the same. You know, after Back in Black, you tell me what album this is off of, you're not gonna get it right. You know, <laughs> no. You know, I love the early Bon Scott shit. It's really cool and bluesy. It's different, and then it definitely gets into a formula. But just, you know, like, I'm thinking, like, I got to see Black Sabbath. Like, ACDC, they going to die. <laughs> True. Most well, of, one Angus, of them just died you know, not Mal- too long Yeah, Malcolm. Ago. You know, Malcolm did. You know, unfortunately, he, he he did pass. But if Brian comes back and they announce a tour, I might actually try and go because I'm thinking about what that set would be like. It's going to be like nothing but songs you know. Yeah, because they're gonna just want to give everybody the most for their money. Well, yeah, and then if they have a new album, they might play like the single from that one, and then it's gonna be hit, 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 and they're just gonna like, wow, these are all the songs that we hear when other bands are setting up, <laughs> you know. But it's like it, it's funny because the song that at Demons and Wizards, when they were like all done playing, Hell's Bell started playing, and I'm like, it is a go-to. Check. It is a go-to because there's literally almost nobody there that's going to be like, Phew. they're just, it's, it. when I'm, when, you know, when I think about hard rock and heavy metal, like they're up there, even though maybe they got Nickelbacked, you know, maybe they, maybe they were the first Nickelback. Ooh, the original Nickelback. You know, where they just got into a formula and they made the same songs, they made the same style. I mean, it works for them. As, you know, it, it, you know, Slayer did the same thing. They, I yeah. mean, kind of got into that same deal. Uh, you know, but there's, you know, there's still good songs out there for sure. You know, I, as I said, for those about to rock, it's a great fucking song. Thunderstruck, man. Come Thunderstruck. On. Uh, fucking, uh, do you remember uh, uh, Hail Caesar? Yes, I think that's on Ball Breaker. Mm-hmm. That's not a hit, but man, that's a good song. Rocks. Um, but it's just like I think I would actually want to go see him just once. You remember that one time people think that Balls to the Walls is ACDC, but it's Accept. Accept, yeah, yeah. And man, do they sound different with their guy because they got a different lead singer. Oh, um, they sound heavier and meaner. Have to but check that shit out. It. I remember I got like one of their albums, like. Uh, it was just one of those things where I was going through a phase where I was just, I went to FYE. I'm like, I'm buying this one and this one and this one. And I bought like five albums just to like bought a band called like white wizard. I bought a band, like I bought except I bought that, I bought that, uh, um, anthrax record, worship music. Oh, that, shit. That, that's a good record. But it was just like a bunch of stuff. I'm like, I don't even know if I even, if I'm going to like this, you know, back when you could gamble with music and it was fun. I mean, this was just like probably like 2011. Nice. But, yeah, I mean, damn, it's been a long time ago. Fuck, man. Brando, I, th- I think, I feel, do we, is it time to wrap this thing up? I think it's time to wrap it. Well, I'm just going to folly it to you here. Hey, guys, thanks for listening to this episode. Uh, was that episode five? Yeah, it's fine. What's the name of the episode? Um, <laughs> oh, shit. You had it. It was really fucking good. Oh, um... Nightmare Putty Cat 103. Nightmare Chubby Bear 103. <laughs> yeah, this has been Nightmare Chubby Bear 103, episode 5 of the OGs. We shared some, shared some concert stories. We are slap happy. We are tired as fuck. I have been up for 25 hours. 
you're a gangster for doing um, this. You you can check us out here every other week on the Journey to Comics Network for 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 a good amount of time. We got a, a few, few more, more weeks for a few more weeks. <laughs> we hope you've enjoyed this little journey that we've been on, and look forward to probably kicking it back up next year, and we'll figure out what's going on with that. I can't wait, man. And again, make sure if you haven't yet listened, go back earlier in the week, check out Journey into Comics two fifty nine. That was kind of the first part of this mess. Yeah, it was great though. I loved it. But you know, less traffic. <laughs> they all got snapped away, man. That, that makes it easier. It's just science. Half the just, roads, half the cops. Just, just, just vehicles littered all around the. T- you know what? Insurance claims for deer probably went down too substantially because half of all life that means half of all deer. Yeah. Shit. But then, also half the amount of insurance adjusters to help file the claim. Oh, shit. Yeah, that's a problem. <laughs> so, so pretty much broke takes even. Twi- tw- takes <laughs> twice as long. <laughs> pretty much broke even on that one. Well, I hit this one singular deer 10 years ago. They still haven't fixed it because we can't get an insurance adjuster out here. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, fuck. All right, folks. Well, I think that's going to do it for this week's episode of the OGs. You do. I've been one half of your OGs, Nate. I've been the other half, Brando. We'll see you guys later. Have a good one.